Welcome to Proudly ADHD at work and in business. I am your host, Coach Kathy Rashidian, and I help professionals like you understand the science behind your unique brain so you can unlock that inner genius. Ready to transform your ADHD into your best asset? Keep listening. Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. Today I'm back to do a solo episode and this time we are going to continue our conversation around the 10 disciplines of self-mastery that I have introduced to you folks. And just a reminder, episode 63, 64, and 67 were the first three that I introduced. So in our exploration of these disciplines so far, We've seen in any situation, awareness allows you to see the reality by determining the facts and your reaction to those facts. Acceptance allows you to remain present and objective by accepting those facts and understanding and reacting to them in a way that makes sense to you. The third one, making conscious choices, allows you to evaluate and discern the facts, not judging them, and to come up with a plan that helps you achieve your goals ultimately and tap into your optimal, best-performing, kick-ass self that you are working towards. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about the fourth discipline, And this one is very near and dear to my heart because for the longest time, I really didn't understand this one or did I want to accept it because I always wanted to rush the process and the impulsivity would kick in and self-judgment would kick in full force. So once I learned this discipline, I have been able to rein it back. I work a lot with my clients with this discipline a lot. We, we, We go deeper into it and I'd like to share it with you today. So what is this trusting the process all about? When we talk about trusting the process, it's referring to a process of learning and mastery. Simply put, it's really letting go of outcome and goals. I mean, we do set our goals and and there is a vision, but in this case, we keep it, bringing it back to the present, bringing it back to the present. And I think for those of us with ADHD, this is important Because this tool or this particular discipline, think of it as a way of reminding you to take a pause because we don't take pauses. We're constantly go, go, go. And in this case, we're able to, with this tapping into this this discipline, we can take a few minutes, take a few seconds and pause. This concept is about the fact that as long as we're alive, we will continue to grow in every aspect of our life including leadership, skills, competencies, and the abilities that we have. It means literally that you are always a work in progress. So it's not about, okay, I did it, I accomplished, let's move forward. It's what did I learn from that? Where am I going next? In working with leaders, in working with my clients that that I've been having the honor of working with, one concept that comes up repeatedly is the concept of quote-unquote there and I hear phrases like when I get there when I reach this position when I can do this thing when I have that thing 
This type of thinking creates an uncertainty or a sense of lacking because it implies that there is something missing needed to perform well now. The truth is, there is no there or ultimate point of arrival, particularly when we embrace the path of mastery, which is what we're going through these these different concepts with you, is a true master is always learning and growing and therefore never arrives. I know people, we're never arriving. (laughs) There's always going to be a next learning. There's going to be, and that's really all about, you know, the concept of growth mindset that kicks in too is, it's always learning. It's the minute you plateau, and I think one of the things with us with ADHD is is when we are bored, when we are plateauing, it's let's shake it up. And in this case, is wouldn't it be great to tap into this discipline as opposed to doing impulsive things, getting into self-sabotage? Is whoa, what's happening here right now, this moment? What am I learning? The concept of waiting until, on the other hand, creates anxiety and frustration in us. So wouldn't it be great? I mean, we have enough of anxiety and frustration as it is. And if we're going in with that mentality of when I get there, waiting until, you're just amplifying that anxiety and stress even more. So acknowledge that you are a work in progress. Know that you will continue to grow and that your development is unfolding perfectly. You are exactly where you're supposed to be, my friend. Set expectations aside, be in the moment, you can evaluate your progress and make a plan for your next phase. It just is that simple, you guys. It's, I, you know, it sounds so, so simple. And I know in reality, it can be a little bit difficult to implement, to, to be in it, to be in the process. But once you keep doing it, once you keep becoming aware of it, those three principles that I shared initially... If you start practicing those, then when you get to this moment of being present in the journey, it's a beautiful thing. So trusting in the process, in the moment, requires knowing that you always do the best you can and you can do nothing else and that you know more than you know. Let's look at these two concepts, the last two that I talked about. The you always do the best you can and nothing else, you are doing the best you can. And the second concept of you know more than you think you know. So let's break it apart a little bit more. The you always do the best you can, the concept around this is no one sets out to do less than they are capable of doing in the current circumstances they are in. Can we get an amen on this one? Because especially us with ADHD, We're never doing it less than we can. We're always pushing harder than the next person because we think they're doing it better than us. So there's this internal competition with ourselves and others. So we're always doing more than we think we we give ourselves credit to. And no one ever intentionally makes mistakes because we are also essentially trying harder and harder than everybody else. As you perform, you will either create what you intended or you will learn and have better idea of what might create your preferred outcome. Either way, you are served by what happens. So essentially, let's break it down a different way, is as you are trusting this process and the concept around you always do the best you can and nothing else, 
when you think about this, it's really informing that it's going to give you the next idea, the next learning, and you are just seeing what's coming up. What am I creating? What just happened? And taking that learning and doing the next action. The concept of you know more than you think you know, and this one, I always challenge my clients on this one, is, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I have enough of this. I don't know if I have enough of that. And then when we dig deep, they already know. They have the answers. It's just a matter of this pause and trusting. So in any moment, you already have great deal of wisdom within you, my friends, especially us, highly intuitive, highly passionate. We know in our, in our heart what is up. And when we slow down to trust that, then you can tap into your creative genius. When you trust yourself that you already know, you allow yourself to trust the plan that you've created. If you hold these beliefs, these two concepts that I just talked about, you're able to get out of your own way and just perform without overthinking with what you're doing, knowing that you're prepared to do what you're about to do and also deal with whatever that comes next. So honestly, for me, these two concepts really will help you reduce self-blame, increase hope and possibility, and it quiets the internal noise and chatter, creating space instead where tension is decreased and capacity is optimized. Boom. Seriously, if we look back and say, we're always doing the best we can, We know we're giving it our 300%, which we all do. Knowing that you know more than you think you do and really quiet everything down and tap into your wisdom, the results will be increased confidence, increased self-awareness, increased optimization of energy and focus. And I'm not just saying this, you guys. I've been honestly practicing this and I see it in my work. I see it with my clients It does give results when you have this kind of a mindset and this perspective. So now, there is this other thing about, well, having a plan to make changes in the moment is also important. We talked about the need to trust the process, but you also need to be able to make changes in the moment if something's not working. So I'm not preaching that, oh, trust the process, it'll all work itself out. No, by trusting the process, what we're saying is also, It's important to figure out how you'll know as you work on your task, the steps, strategy for for getting to wherever it is you're going to, what adjustments do you make to your approach so that you can pivot and learn from and keep going forward? So I like to approach this piece around what I do with my clients to stay in the moment is back in the day when I was doing tech projects and things like that, we would do this project management principle called the agile approach. And in this approach, and I'm just super dumbing it down. So if any of you are agile masters, please like putting this in the lamest terms, do not judge me for not being too 100% accurate on it. But basically the, the, the principle is that we will take a task to do a goal into chunks and and we will do them in sprints as they call it in this agile modality where we're doing it one action at a time and then seeing what that action informs what what, what were the experiences what were the lessons learned and from that result of that action 
it informs the next step and the next step and the next step till we finish a project or a goal or whatever it is. But the point of it is that each step is a learning. It's informing the next step. It's helping us check in on what's going on. Is this even where we want to go? So by being really present in the moment is you're not letting go of your goal, but you're kind of looking at what is going on right now in this moment for me and to break it down by one task at a time, one movement towards the task at a time and learning. What are the learnings? And this is where self-mastery, ADHD mastery, whatever you want to call it, brain mastery, happiness mastery, all of that comes in is every experience is a learning tool that it's informing you of something else. The other thing that I want to talk about that I found was important in this concept or in this discipline was around the approach to being responsible for your plan. And the concept of, I love how our coaching program distilled it into calling it responsibility. So how are we responding to the situation? Part of the trusting the process means knowing that you are responsible for creating a plan to incorporate all the pieces of the, the success formula that you want to you build. And it's easy to trust the process when your plan is working and things are going well. But trusting the process is under adversity is more difficult. So halfway through this project or this task or this life goal that you've set out, Ooh, here comes adversity. Here comes difficult times. What are we going to do? One part of being able to do so, to, to get along with it, to trust it, comes from knowing that you're resilient and you can bounce back from any perceived setback. And I know that sounds very coachy of me, but just think about a few hard times where you were just like, oh my God, this is just not happening. This is a disaster. How did you bounce back? How did you tap into your resilience? And this is the point of this, is when we trust the process and know that we've got it in us to bounce back. And if you're listening to my episodes, I know you're a fighter. I know you're a resilient, kick-ass person or else you wouldn't be listening to my podcast because I'm all about that kind of mindset of, you know, being kick-ass at what we do, but also having self-compassion to ourselves. So... When we tap into responsibility, it's knowing that you are able to respond to any situation as you choose to. And remember, we talked about this in previous episodes. When we make conscious choices, we really do lessen the stress. We lessen the tension because we decide that these are the choices I'm going to make next. Another part of trusting the process is when times are tough, knowing that the plan you consciously chose was a good one for that time and understanding that bumps in the road are part of the process and truly they are and they inform again I keep beating this one to death a little bit I think but it's important to understand that the bumps are there to kind of gives us those checks and balances of is this really what we want what if you went down this path and then you're like crap this is really what I didn't want to do anymore. And it's fading off. And to being okay with reevaluation. Okay, do we want to continue? 
Maybe we're done with this goal. Maybe we don't want to see it through. Or the other is that you keep moving forward. You keep trialing and seeing what else happens. So to wrap it up, when you're not getting the outcome you want is knowing that all experiences have value and that releasing expectations or attachments to any particular outcome or path is part of accepting that whatever is happening has value for you. When you trust the process of learning, you understand that every experience you have serves and that you can create a purpose from everything that happens. And I say this with all my core being on this one. So even things don't go your way. You can always learn a lesson from what just happened. And I do this practice with my clients all the time. What do we just learn from that experience? Many times people confuse finding purpose with finding a reason. This is an important concept here. When you're looking for a reason, you ask, why did this happen? In order to determine a cause and find a responsible party or action that you want to, someone you want to blame to. When you do this, you're questioning yourself, your training, your plan, your direction. You end up with a crisis in the form of a lack of faith. However, when you're looking for a purpose instead of a reason to why something didn't go your way, is you ask questions in order to find the lesson and you look for growth and learning that comes from each and every experience you have. So instead of asking yourself why something didn't go as well, you'll ask, what did I learn that will help me be better or do better next time? So my friends, I'm going to wrap this up with the fact that the concept of being present or trusting the process, I truly think is one of the most important things for us, especially with ADHD, is so that we can tame that impulsivity, tame that self-judgment, the being so attached to what we really want and going after it so hardcore. With this concept that I just outlined, and I invite you to listen to this a few times because I feel like every sentence there, I could have gone in depth into each of them. So, but I just wanted to, again, give you the overview that the concept is that, that when we trust the process, go into learning mode. And from that learning, we, we figure out what the next step is. Life truly does become a much more tolerable place to be in. Actually, a lot more enjoyable. And it's a game at the end of the day. I truly believe that that every situation is a game. Have fun with it. See what happens. Trust the process. So my friends, that was concept or discipline four. I look forward to sharing the other six of them with you. And this is a self-mastery program that, that I do with my clients. It was inspired by the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, known as IPAC. They've come up with these disciplines, so I do want to give credit to them. And I'm also honored to be one of their certified coaches because this is the stuff that I work on with my clients. And happy to report that, you know, we're seeing results. We're shifting mindsets. We are figuring out how to manage this of ours and move forward in a way that makes sense for us. 
So even though the, the principles and the disciplines I talk about, this becomes so customized for each and every one of my clients and how they use these tools and where they inject them into their daily lives. So, and to wrap, I, I one last thing I'd like to share with you is the concept that, you know, it's one thing to say we have this ADHD brain wiring, but the other side of it is also the mindset. The the programs that have we have been running on autopilot most of our lives as adults. And so when we come together is to understand some of these parts of how much of it is ADHD brain wiring. And if you haven't listened to my last episode with Dr. Ned Hallowell, we talked about some brain science on negative thinking, what happens. There's some neurological things that happen. And then there's these mindset disciplines of, okay, there's the science of it, but you're still in control, my friend. You can manage this beautiful brain of yours however you want and be in the driver's seat. So until next week, keep on shining, my friends.